Welcome to the Vagina Rehab Doctor podcast. This is for all women, vagina CEOs, even men, and all people everywhere who want to better understand vaginal health. Y'all, I'm preaching the vagina gospel and sharing the truth worldwide. Hallelujah! I'm Dr. Janelle Howell, a pelvic floor physical therapist, and your go-to resource for all things vaginal health, pelvic floor fitness, and sexual wellness. I'm teaching you everything your mama didn't about your vagina. Welcome back to the Vagina Rehab Doctor podcast. I am super excited to get into the episode today. If you're here again, I just want to say thank you for tuning in. And I want to remind you to subscribe, join this community so you will be reminded every time there is a new episode. So go ahead and subscribe, follow this show and leave me a review, a five-star raving review. If you've learned something new, if you enjoy the content on this podcast, or if you want to continue getting more juice on this podcast. Okay. So let's get into it today. We're going to be talking about three ways your vagina will age. We don't talk about this enough. We act as though every part in the body sort of stays young forever. We know that our face may get some wrinkles. We know that we might start getting a little stiffer as we get older, but what are the things that's going to take place in your vaginal territory that can impact your sex life? your social life, and your overall mental health. So let's talk about this. The number one thing that I've seen changing for us as we get older, and I'm talking about 40s, 50s, 60s, and beyond, perimenopause or menopause. And menopause essentially is when you are no longer dropping that egg, you're no longer ovulating, so you can no longer get pregnant. What that means is because there is no longer estrogen being produced at a rate sufficient enough to drop an egg in your in your uterus, in the fallopian tubes, and then it goes down into the uterus, you can no longer get pregnant. So estrogen is no longer being made at the same rate to promote ovulation. So yeah, you can't get pregnant. You don't have to worry about pregnancy problems and pregnancy oopsies and all of that. However, the body does react when there is a loss of estrogen. So there are so many things that you can do. There's nothing to be afraid of. And I want to create and hold space for all of us who will experience menopause differently and even perimenopause. So even in your 30s or your 40s, even though you're still getting your period, your estrogen levels are being depleted and you can start noticing changes. But what's going to be happening to that coochie? What's going to be happening to that poom poom? What is going to be happening to your down there? And I want to talk about this in depth because I want you to prepare. We have to get away from this, this concept, this way of life that says when we get the problem, then we get serious about it. When we get the pain, then we get serious about it. When we get the green discharge, then we start thinking about our diet and our sex boundaries and all of these things. We need to be thinking about these things ahead of time. So let's talk about it because as long as you keep living, if you just keep living, your vagina is going to age. Okay. So let's talk about what you can do to prepare and to make this transition as we age a little bit easier and more manageable. So the number one thing that I've seen changing is our control. Surrounding the vagina are so many different pelvic organs. Your, your rectum, where you poop from, your bladder, when you pee from, or where you squirt from. Uh, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> so your bladder is also estrogen dependent. 
the muscles that support your bladder and keep you from not peeing while you're having sex. The muscles that keep you from not peeing when you're standing in line at the grocery store and you're trying to get through that line. Or I don't know, let's say you're trying to put the key in the door and you're getting home and you're feeling like you're about to just burst the doors open because you don't have any more bladder control. These are the muscles that surround your vagina, but also surround and support your bladder and your rectum. So as those muscles that are hormone deficient start becoming um, less able to depend on estrogen, right? There's less estrogen floating around through the bodies. The muscles can thin and weaken. So the bladder wall can become a little bit thinner. There's nothing to worry about. This happens all throughout the body. The skin, our skin becomes less uh, flexible. That's why wrinkles start to take place. So even the wall of the bladder, the vaginal wall, it may weaken. Okay, it may thin because estrogen is what tells the tissue to stay thick and plump and ready essentially for sex, for reproduction, for fertility. This does not mean, I want to be very clear, that just because you're going into menopause, you're going to start peeing on yourself right away. There are so many people in their 70s, even in their 80s and 90s, that have no bladder issues whatsoever. So it may not happen to you, but this is what I see as a common change, that there is less bladder control. Maybe you can't go as long. Maybe you can only go an hour or or 30 minutes without peeing. Or maybe you don't have the same level of control. You're sneezing and you and you pee on yourself. Or you have to go to the bathroom and you feel a little leak if you don't get there soon enough. So that can be happening way before menopause, but it can also be happening due to hormonal changes. So what are some things you can do? This is not medical advice. This is purely educational. While I'm the vagina rehab doctor, I ain't your doctor. I am not your doctor. So this is not medical advice, but this, let's get into it. What can you do about this? Talk to your doctor, your your gynecologist, your urologist, your urogynecologist, whatever medical profession you have and you're connected to, you want to educate them on the fact that you're noticing some changes. What are some creams that you can use? There are hormone topical creams that you can get prescribed. And so your doctor can help you to use these different ointments that can help to plump things up down there. That can help to create a little bit more lubrication. That can even help with managing pain if you're experiencing that with sex. Keep that in mind, right? That's one of the things that you can do. Another thing that you can do is pay attention to your fatty foods, like your omegas, salmon, your your vitamins, your vitamin E, right? Because that's a fat. So like almonds and sunflower seeds that can be having that vitamin E. Vitamin B, these are vitamins and nutrients that can support your hormones, even if you are going into menopause. So we want to create the possibility for our hormones to be manufactured and our hormones are made from cholesterol. So that's fat. Okay, so eat that fat. Listen, I'm not talking about the fat in the fried chicken. I'm not talking about the fat in the in the hamburger or the ice cream. There's a time and place for that. But the fat I'm talking to you right now is healthy fats that help to improve your heart function, that help to improve your sexual function. So omega-3s, vitamin E, avocado, different things like chia seeds and These type of things are going to be really helpful for you. And nuts and seeds are also really supportive of coming with that fat portion. Okay, so you might notice a little bit less control. Let's move on. Number two, tone, muscle tone. We talk about vaginal tightness a lot, right? Oh, you're so tight or oh, you feel so good. It's so tight in here, right? You might hear men make these comments if you're having sex with a man. You may even notice it yourself. If you insert a finger or if you insert a sex toy and it feels really tense and tight. 
tightness is one thing. That's when a muscle is not able to fully relax and let go. It's like if you make a fist with your hand and you're not able to fully open up your hand all the way, that's your muscles in your hand being tight. But muscle tone is when your muscles have a certain feel at rest, even when they're not contracting, they're just relaxing. And the tone of your muscles feels either stiff and rigid and tense, or it feels relaxed. It feels flexible. There's another end of the spectrum where it can feel atrophic, which means the wall is thinning. The vaginal wall is thinning. And it can feel sort of hollow. It can feel loose in the vagina. There are two changes that can happen with menopause and as our vagina ages. Things can stiffen up and get tense and restricted because there's less blood flow. Maybe you're not having sex. Maybe there's no arousal happening. There's nothing going in and out. So things just get kind of restricted, right? It's not being used. So it starts to close up and get tense. I'm talking about for a long period of time. I'm not talking about if you go one year or two years or something without sex. I'm talking about prolonged period of time where there's no sex. So that can happen as you age because there's no hormones there or less hormones and there's no sexual activity. So the body's like, well, why do we need to keep things juicy down here? You know, things will stiffen up or it may stiffen up. The other end of the spectrum is looseness, laxity or atrophy. That can happen because, again, the vaginal wall has a lot of estrogen receptors on it. And those receptors tell your vagina to stay thick. Aha, stay juicy. Yes, stay ready. Stay ready for sex. Stay ready for the possibility of pregnancy. So when that estrogen is gone, then that can, you know, start to diminish. Again, this doesn't happen to everyone. But these are some things we want to be aware of. So exercising is a great way to keep the muscles flexible and mobile and dynamic. Dynamic just means movement. You want your vagina to move well. You don't want it to be too stiff. You don't want it to be stiff at all. And you don't want it to be too relaxed or too loose. So movement, bridges, squats, hip exercises, exercises that help you to breathe well, obviously sexual activity. If you're not having sex with someone, just keeping that canal open, right? Whether it's a sex toy or a finger or something, right? It is a canal. It is made for things to go in and out, preferably clean things going in and out. Be careful, all right? Wrap it up. Use a condom, right? I'm not telling you to go out there and just be wild or anything. Protect yourself. But this is what the vagina is for. It's what it's for. So that is what's going to help maintain its function. And then lastly, I want to talk about the last thing that you may notice as you get older and as your vagina ages is weakness. Essentially, this is when your muscles are not as strong. You may notice that you're not able to contract as well. When you squeeze down there, you don't feel as much power. Or you may notice that, hey, when you have an orgasm, it's getting weaker. This, again, can happen way before menopause. I work with a lot of women, a lot of people who are in their 20s. 30s, 40s, who experience these same issues, pain with sex, weak orgasms, inability to orgasm, even atrophy, and even, you know, hypertonicity, where there's just way too much tension in there. It takes forever to get a finger in your vagina or a penis or whatever you're trying to get in there. So these are signs that there is something going on that is cueing us into we need to nurture the vagina a little bit more. So what we can do for weakness is very similar to what we already discussed in terms of the atrophy. So the atrophy is the thinning of the muscle 
Weakness refers to the force production that the muscle can produce. So the three primary changes that you might see will be just a lack of control, right? Maybe you can't control your bladder as much or your, your bowels as much. Things that you can do for this is try to restrict your, your intake of like bladder irritants, alcohol, wine, coffee. Try to drink water, not too much. You don't have to be drinking a gallon a day, right? You don't have to go to that length, but definitely stay hydrated, right? Every hour or two, have a cup of water. And talking to your doctor about a hormonal cream, if you are in menopause, and sometimes even for people who have vulvodynia or a lot of pain at the opening of the vagina, even an estrogen-based topical cream can be helpful for you, but that would need to be prescribed by your doctor. Again, not medical advice. You, gotta, you see how I'm protecting myself? Because some of y'all, ah, uh, mm. Okay, next, going on to this would be the muscle tone. It can become too tight, hypertonic, or it can become too loose, which refers to just laxity, is too open, you feel like there's no support, right? So that can happen as a result of either not enough sexual activity as things stiffen and you're getting older, or just uh, hypotonic and atrophic because of the lack of estrogen. Same thing. Can you talk to your doctor about this? Can you start doing exercise? Can you work with a pelvic floor physical therapist? We are the ones who are the experts on the muscles that run the town down there. Okay. Your muscles that run the town down there is called your pelvic floor muscles. And so we are pelvic floor physical therapists. So this is our thing. I just recently had a client that was 62 years old. And she told me that ever since she was a little girl, she struggled with tampons. The most horrible pelvic exam. She would scream and feel scared and fearful of going to the, to the gynecologist. When she was married, she was married for over 15 years. Sex was always excruciatingly painful. Giving birth was horrible. She's been living this life forever and was never diagnosed with vaginismus, ever. It wasn't until she started following me on Instagram where she realized she had a lot of the signs and symptoms of vaginismus. She told me when she first got married, she couldn't even have intercourse at all. Nothing could get in. It's so tight and so restricted. I worked with her for about four sessions. That's all she could have best in at the time. So we worked together for four sessions. And now she's having pain-free sex. She is 62. So there's, there is hope. Ah, there's hope. Don't give up on your sex life. Don't give up on your body. Mm, don't give up on your pleasure. It's not the end. If you're interested in one-on-one -on -one coaching and you want to work with the Vagina Rehab Doctor team, I, I just hired someone. I'm so happy about this. Her name is Dr. Mappa. So I'll put the link in the bio if you're interested, but we can help you if you're experiencing sexual pain or incontinence, prolapse, vaginismus, or vulvodynia. I would love to talk with you to see if we're a good fit. So atrophic changes, weakness, all of that can be helped with hormonal-based cream, exercises, working with a pelvic floor therapist, your diet, right? So more of those omega-3s, those good fats, right? Avocados, nuts, almonds, sunflower seeds, vitamin E rich foods, uh, salmon. Many of those things are going to be helpful because our hormones are made from fat. So listen, there is hope. There is hope. There is hope. Don't get discouraged. But I do want us to start being prepared and start talking about this stuff. No, it's not normal to pee your pants. I don't care if you're 60 or 70 years old. No, it's not normal to have pain with sex. No, it's not normal to be having burning and stinging around the vaginal entrance. If that's happening to you. I would encourage you to talk with your doctor and consider working with a pelvic floor physical therapist. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I just want to congratulate you for investing in your vaginal health. That's why you're here. Keep investing in you. Keep investing in your pleasure. Keep investing in your vagina. I'll talk to you again next time on the Vagina Rehab Doctor podcast. Music.